Good afternoon. A few months back, I was invited to the south side to the Gaelic Park. So I've been to the Gaelic Park, you know, it's an Irish place. And uh, I was invited to the mass because there was an Irish activity going on. Then this old lady looks at me and asks me, are you Irish? <laughs> I said, I guess. But that reminded me of a story on the day of ascension. Uh, there was a, an old lady, Miss O'Brien, who used to go to church every morning for daily mass, does the rosary every day, and it was a routine for her. And one son of ascension, the priest was preaching and asked, how many of you want to go to heaven? Raise up your hands. Of course, if you come to church, we think you want to go to heaven. So everyone put up their hand apart from Miss O'Brien. Then Father Tom asked, Miss O'Brien, don't you want to go to heaven? She said, Father, my husband put up his hand. And if my husband is going to heaven, I am not going there. <laughs> so then the priest asked her, why, what's wrong? She said, my husband can turn any place into hell. So therefore, I am not going to that hell. But as we come here today on the Feast of the Ascension, it's not all about that Jesus ascends and go. It's not about the event of the Ascension that happened in history, but it's about what he does on that day for us. So as we gather today on the day of Ascension, the first reading today gives us an account of what we believe. So we are always asked to give an account of our faith. And the first reading captures our account of our faith. That's what we believe. But as we come also, we remember one thing, the first one, that Jesus is commissioning his disciples to go into the city and wait for the Holy Spirit. Now, those of you don't know that on Thursday, we began the novena to the Holy Spirit. It was the first novena. The disciples were in Jerusalem praying and waiting for the Holy Spirit. And even us as the parish, we're praying for the Holy Spirit to renew our lives. So when Jesus commissions them, he says, you are my witnesses to these things. So if Jesus is saying we're the witnesses, what does that really mean? To witness means to live it out. But if you say to go and preach, that's by words. We preach by words. But we witness by our lifestyle, our lives. How do you witness in your life as a parent? Maybe you come back home and all the kids are screaming left and right. And they're testing your patience. How do you witness to them the risen Lord? By screaming at them, yelling at them? What do you want them to do? You are the mother. You are the father. How do you witness risen Christ in the midst of the crisis we're going through in our church? Do we just run away? Do we just attack the church? How do you witness the presence of the risen Lord? When our, electro, our leaders pass all these laws that are anti-life, what do we do? How do we witness the presence of Christ in our lives? Witnessing to Christ means living out the forgiveness of sins and proclaiming the mercy of God. That's what it means. The mercy of God, the forgiveness of sins, and God's love. How do we portray this where we live, at your workplace, at your home? 
But then, there is something very important. He says to them, go and wait for the Holy Spirit. Now, every time we come to Mass, we are commissioned to go out and live out the love of God. Some time back, I was giving a mission talk in a parish, and then when I came there, some parishioners were really, really mad at their pastor. Because the pastor wrote in the bulletin and said, those who come late, please try to park your cars in a way that you don't block those who want to leave early. And some people were very furious. Now guess who was furious? Those who come late and those who leave early. But now I know in St. Joe's no one does that. But when we're being, every mass at the end, we know we are being commissioned. It's, we are blessed to go out. One of the important things in mass is the liturgy of the word and liturgy of the Eucharist. And the commissioning is very important because it's tough to live out that love. That's why today, as we sit here, we're having a feast of love. It's a love fest. We smile, we give each other a sign of peace. Very good. But your first test of love is once you leave the parking lot and someone cuts you off. How are you going to show them your love? Sometimes when I'm driving, I put a rosary around my hand. When someone cuts me off, I wave the rosary. God bless you. But how are you going to give your love outside? Because it's tough to live out this love in the world. That's why we have been commissioned every Mass with this blessing. Now go and be the witnesses of these things. We're commissioned to go. That's why I ask you, unless you have something urgent going on, I'll ask you to wait for the commissioning during Mass. But unless you have something urgent going on, that's okay. But if you don't, I think it's very important to be commissioned to go and live out the Gospel. And the last point we see in the Gospel today, when the disciples are told to go to Jerusalem to wait, what are they doing? They are filled with great joy. Now, this is always important for Christians. Sometimes Christians, we are very miserable. And there is nothing attractive about us. So the question is, if someone comes and sees you, can he say, yes, these are joyful people. I want to come back and pray with them. Sometimes it's so miserable, even in our church, as if we are robots, uh, programmed. But Jesus is asking us, we're supposed to be people of joy. We take this joy into the world. For the problems and the challenges, they'll always be there. We shall always cry over them. But it says, in the midst of these problems, I am present in them. That's why when Saul was persecuting the church, Jesus says, why are you persecuting me? What does that mean? He is present among his people. So today, as Christians, Jesus is asking us, how is your joy as a Christian? Is this still shining or is now fading away because of the challenges? The storms in life, they'll be there, like it or not. The disciples, they were persecuted, they were killed, but they are very joyful and happy. Why? because no one could take away the joy of Christ from them. So he's telling us that as Christians, my joy must be complete in you. Do I realize the presence of God's joy in me? Does someone see my life and say, yes, there is something good in his, life, in his or her life? 
because he or she is filled with joy, the risen joy. So today, as we come to pray for the ascension, Jesus ascends, but he also commissions us to wait for the Holy Spirit. Now, during this week, I'm going to ask you, what is the most challenging thing in your life? What is most challenging in your life to live out the joy of resurrection? Maybe your problem is patience. Say, my problem is patience. So during this week, we are praying to the Holy Spirit to fill you with that patience you need. So they may proclaim the joy of Christ. I have a friend of mine, she's 85 years old. She told me, Father, I love to tell the stories. I said, no, it's called gossiping. She goes from one place to another telling the same story. I love to tell the story, say, that's gossiping. Maybe your problem is gossiping. God is saying, no, it's not a story. I'm going to fill with the Holy Spirit to proclaim the good news. So during this week, I'm inviting you to look in your life and say, which gift are you searching for that God wants to fill in your life? And as the Holy Spirit comes next Sunday, he may find us ready and open to receive these gifts so that we may go into the world and witness the joy of the resurrection. The Lord be with you.